Hello there, welcome to episode two of Faith Series, Surviving the Storms of Life. And in this episode, my guest will be sharing with us on how she survived the storm of ill health. If you like the storm of infirmity, if you like the storm of sickness, but the ever cheerful Deborah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, Deborah, and you're on Deborah's farm. All right. So the ever cheerful, ever joyful Deborah Godfrey. Uh, I pronounced that right. Okay. A God-fearing lady. She's a teacher. I love my cap for you. And she's one with the passion of impacting kids. She has shared with me earlier that she has this project. She runs twice a year. Oh, okay, four times a year. That's beautiful. Four times a year where she teaches kids how to bake. Isn't that interesting? Now, this is one purpose-driven lady that God has to still keep here on earth, all right, because she has an assignment to do. Hi, Debbie. You're welcome to the Boros Farm. Glad to have you. Finally, we're having this live broadcast. <laughs> Praise God. Okay, so I'm going to run through four questions for you quickly so that we don't keep our viewers online for so long. What storm of life have you experienced? I'd like you to share with us what happened to you and for how long were you in that storm? Okay, thank you so much for this video. <laughs> and then I want to say that I'm deeply honored. Okay. Storm is something that everyone goes through. That's right. It's not particular. It's not like you go to only one particular kind of storm. Mm. I've been through a whole lot of storm, but mm. this one is really the storm of ill health. It's mm. the one that has really gotten to me. So, wow. you know, at this point in your life where you have a particular pain and you don't even know how to explain the kind of pain you have. You don't even know. Doctors are not telling you this is what is actually wrong with you. Mm. You've gone through series of scans, series of tests, observations, and the pain is still there. It's still there. Even you, you don't even know what is wrong with you. Mm. And there is no, nothing particular that you can take, at least I can take drop of. Mm -hmm. And you asked how long you last Yeah. Almost a year, almost. Close to a year and six months. Mm. Though I had the pain, I, I raved it because I'm a stubborn person by nature. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think for a year, two, three months, the pain became severe. Mm. That required me going for surgery. Okay. So, that was now, when you say you, you, you are a stubborn person by nature, I can relate to. So, would you say that it affected your accepting the situation that you were in or accepting the challenge that you were in and looking for a solution? Yes, indeed, because I, I was like, I beg, it's just normal, you know? Mm. I feel like pain is just a normal pain, just mm -hmm. a slight pain to just die off. And, you know, so, there was, there was no... There was no, um, for you, there was no pressure to go see a doctor about the pain you were going through. Even if there was, I kept declining. I kept okay. saying, uh, you know, 
just normal food. Now, what would you say to someone that is going through that kind of situation right now? I know someone is listening to you and they also have their own stubbornness in a measure. Okay, we all have it in, in measures, all right? And but what but what will you say? Having survived it, what will you say to someone going through that kind of situation? I would say that once you feel anything in your body strange, just after prayers, of course, you will pray. But yeah. You need to see a doctor so that you're you confirm exactly what is wrong with you so that when mm. you are treating you know, sometimes we just have a little we, we have this africans we have this mindset of anything that's wrong with you self-medication mm. during those times i remember i i take pain, pain relievers mm. i'll say it's just disliking to go by morning and somehow some days it went by morning mm-hmm. and the other days it kept on it became severe mm. so when you just feel a particular pain just see a doctor mm. at least to be sure of what you are what you are going to be treating mm-hmm. some sometimes this negligence and ignorance mm-hmm. has cost people their lives mm. like in my case you know, just the mercy mercy of god if i mm. if i'd waited longer mm. maybe the story would have, would have been different so apart from yes we, we get to believe god but when you feel strange in your body see a doctor don't be stubborn about it. When you have prayed, of course, you have prayed, you're believing God, but still see a doctor. Yes. We can't just, you know, wave them aside and say they are not important. Thank you for that very huge point there. Now, tell us your experiences. What side of life was revealed to you in this storm? You know, but when I, when I say side of life, what side of God did you see? One. And then what side of man did you see <laughs> yes i was going to ask that <laughs> okay the man part i learned a whole lot mm. same as that of god mm. let me start with god the mm. god factor mm. you know at four i prayed mm. when i experienced first thing it exposed me to is the reality of pain mm. i'm somebody that feels that ah, Beg. I'm just one carefree person. I don't mm. take things too serious. Too serious. So it opened my eyes to the reality of pain. You know, I've seen it. I felt it. So mm. I understand what it feels like for someone to go through pain. Mm. And secondly, that will bring me to the man factor. Yeah. The it also exposed me to relationships. Mm. I'm someone that has a whole lot of friends. Okay. I have so many friends and I try to reach out to these friends mm-hmm. in my little way and I don't think there's any of my friends that I don't reach out to. Mm-hmm. I think I took that trait from my dad. Okay, There's none of my friends, if they're my friend, even on Facebook. I can't just come online sometimes and I just don't check on people because I just feel the need. Maybe mm-hmm. it's in my nature. Mm-hmm. But whilst I was going through these things, I understood the gift of friendship. Mm. Some of these persons, they cried with me, they prayed with me. Some of them stood by me, even mm. if they will not give you money, mm-hmm. you know. But they cried with you, they encouraged you, you know. And some other people that I actually gave in to. These okay. people were my best friends. These people were my my I don't know how to call them. They are mm. still my friends, mm. but 
they really, you know, Bible, Bible speaking talked about those that put their help on man. Mm. Vain is the help of man. That's right. I actually right. looked up to them for for times like that, but they mm. were nowhere to be found. Mm. So these folks, they just abandoned me. So that is the part I learned about me. Mm. They left me. Some didn't call. Some have not even called till now. Till now. Some are, some they saw me and they are just like like it's normal. Mm. You know. But I understood the gift of friendship and I don't take it for granted. Mm. People around me, those calling me, even whilst I, I know of one of my spiritual father in Abuja, Pastor Abrahams. I left Abuja, I left Abuja five years ago. Okay. So he kept calling and calling. There were mm. times when I wanted to give up. He just forget there's a testimony out of this. Don't give up. Mm. Spiritual fathers here to come. They kept calling and calling. You know? And the God factor, I kept praying and believing God for a miracle. <laughs> I believe now that's mm-hmm. So I'm like, I would just wake up one morning and I see that that thing has fallen off. Okay. You know, at first I didn't want to go for surgery. I didn't want to surgery. I prayed and prayed and prayed and believed God that mm. ah, God will just have to do a miracle. Mm. You know? But I understood that God's ways are not our ways. That's right. That's another thing I learned in this process. Mm. God's ways are not our ways. He will do it his own way. True. Not our own way. True. His own way. Whatever will come out of it, if he must, if since he has been involved, if he must take the glory, he must be his own glory. Mm. So I understood that God wanted me to pass through that process. Mm. God wanted me to understand the pain of surgery. Mm. Understand the pain of being pierced. Mm. Go through that pain, you know, and come out of it so that I can appreciate him more mm-hmm. and still appreciate other people's pain. So when I see people are going through pain, that's right. That's just right. That they smile about it. Mm. They're really going through pain. They're going through pain. You, you know, one thing you said about um, the, 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 the man factor, you know, and the, for the fact that you. You now value friendship. You now value relationship. Sincerely, of course, it's in the time of adversity you know your friends. And and then this reminds me of what happened to Job. You know, Job Job got really sick. Things were so bad for Job. And the friends of Job concluded that there must be sin in the life of Job for Job to go for Job to be going through what he was going through. Now, I, I just like to appreciate uh, Sarah and Samuel for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for joining us. This is Deborah, and we're talking today about surviving the storm of ill health. I, I was saying that Job had friends that concluded it was because of his sin. That was why God was punishing him. Now, even in ill health, even in our time, there are times when people just um, give opinions about what they know nothing of. Okay, they tend to tell you maybe you don't have enough faith. They tend to tell you maybe you're not praying enough. Or maybe there's a sin in your lineage. There's a sin in your bloodline that you know is responsible for what you're going through. I heard all sorts. Okay, I heard all sorts. There is a, there is an unconfessed sin in your life. And they press on you to confess a sin that is not there. Now, I, I get the fact that people come into our lives at such times, and sometimes they've been there, but they are not truly our friends. 
And so when they live in times of ill health, especially, um, it is so that good ones will come in. Now, we don't, you, you don't get to hate those that left. Okay, you forgive them. You still relate with them. I think you should relate with them. But then do that with an understanding. That you see, those that were really there for you when you needed them, these ones, those ones are your friends, right? Yes. Those ones are your friends. Because if, if you're not going to be for me in the time of, of adversity, then I don't think that friendship is on the right foundation. Well, even the Bible talks about a good friend, you're not at all fine. Mm. So if you're not, that's the only secret about friendship, sacrifice. Mm. If you cannot sacrifice, for me when I'm in pain and my kind of person I value any little thing you give to me mm. when I need it than mm. when you give me something very big when I don't even need when it. you don't need it and it's true and, and then you talked about the God factor you were praying to be healed yeah. you know earlier today I was just thinking and I said there are times when God will come the storm in the life of his children and there are times when he will leave the storm to keep raging, but he will calm his child. Now, he did that in the life of Paul. Okay, Paul said thrice I asked that this tongue be removed from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. So there, there are people that, well, I had a very assist. Okay, I, I've shared this with you. I had a very assist. And I had a friend that, I had two friends then I also had the same ovarian cyst. In fact, theirs were larger than mine. But one took hormonal pills and she was okay. The other uh, went for a program and she was healed just by laying up on, on hands and she was healed. And here I was. Okay, I was praying, I was having faith, I was making, you know, morning, evening, afternoon affirmations and all that. And the healings didn't, and sowing seeds, sacrifice, making sacrifices, and the healing didn't come. Now, I won't say that God didn't come through for me because I went through a surgery. So, now, here's what I want to bring out from Debbie's, the little she has shared with us. She acknowledged that God came through for her, even though she went for a surgery. Now, you might be listening to us right now, and you have a situation. You need to go for a surgery. You need to see a doctor. Please do so. That doesn't mean you're not a believer. I remember when you had your picture and you, you did some makeup, right? And people started asking if you're still a believer. Now, see, that you go to the hospital doesn't mean you're not a believer. That you take medications doesn't mean you're not a believer. It doesn't mean you're vaccinated. Okay, if you need to go for surgery, please go for surgery. If you need to take medication to get well, Please take, it is God healing you. It is God coming through for you. Now, God can come through for you through creative miracles. It happens. We have testimonies. And God can come through for you by raising help through doctors. Yes. All right? So, I mean, it's, it's, it's something we really need to tell people. We need to talk about it. We don't need to make them feel guilty because... When they go to hospital, then they don't have faith or they are not believing God. Yes, healing is in the salvation package. But you see, that healing can come in several ways. That's true. All right. That healing can come in several ways. Now, my next question. There is always a purpose to pain. 
And for me, I believe that inner transformation um, that we get to experience during or after whatever storm it is that we go through in life is the ultimate inner transformation. It is not so much as the miracle of survival. Yes, the gift of life is is mighty, is amazing. But after you've gone through that storm of ill health, what changed in you? Okay, what's that inner transformation that happened that you will now say, okay, this is the life lesson I have learned via this storm? Okay, I've learned to trust God. That's right. I've learned to trust God in everything and anything. Mm. Because if it's not God for me, then it's not mm. Honestly. I'm mm. not saying it to boost God because of who I am. But I have you know, yes, my dad is a pastor, but I have come to the realization of who God is. That's right. Personally. Mm. I don't need him to come and tell me that uh, God is this and God is that. Mm. It was just so clear that God came through for me. Mm. Because it was obvious that if it wasn't God at that point, I would have been gone. Mm. And after the surgery, I before the surgery, there were so many things I feared about. Okay. So many people from their own perspective, so many stories. Some persons tell you this, some persons tell you that. I never experienced anything of such. Mm. I was telling my mom that everything everybody told me was just their own story. Mm. I experienced my own story, That's my right. own unique story. That's right. Every pain I was told I was going to feel. I never felt it the way they said I was they said it. Mm. Mm. So I, I learned to trust God. That's it. And it has made me happier. Okay. It has made me, you know, I want to just achieve. Mm. You know, I felt like I've been sleeping. It's more like a second chance this okay. time around. Okay. That God has allowed me to see a particular face, another face in my life. Mm. So I. I, I have learned to forgive easily. Some things that makes me before my kind of person. Yeah. Some things that just make me angry. I'm just like, there's no point for this thing. You know? mm. I've learned to be open. I've learned to trust God and I've learned to love. Love more than I used to love before. I can mm. love to a fault before. Mm. But now I've, loved, I've learned to love God's own way. Mm. You know, without expecting anything, mm. or without feeling that the next person needs to love you back. Mm. I have learned to be free from any form of God. You know, I was telling my mom when I came out of surgery, I'm like, it's like from my head down. I, I don't remember anything. Mm. I don't even remember if someone has wronged me. Mm. It's like a new me, a rebranding, a, a, it's more like a new me. That's yeah. just a new me, you know. The whole transformation to a lot of people are saying it too. When mm. you see me, they're like, Ah, you've changed, bro. And I'm wondering mm. what changed. It's still the same me, it's just that God allowed me to go through that whole process so that I can really change. <laughs> <laughs> so your your praise report is also like that of the psalmist yes. that said, uh, he said, Thank God I was afflicted that I may your status. Yes, I think yes, I'm putting that yes, right. Yes. Okay, Psalm 119 now. Say, thank God I was afflicted. I, it's hard for 
believers to come to that point. Now, what, hearing your story, I, I see that your you said it's making to trust God the more. Yes. Yeah, and for me, that's faith. Having absolute faith in God. Now, I, I want to believe your experience got you to a place like what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego experienced. You know, they were faced with this storm and it was going to take their life. They knew God can come through for them. But, you know, one thing that strikes me is that they said, even if he doesn't come through for me, he's still God. I'll trust him. I believe that was where this storm, you know, got you to, it, it got you to that point where you, you can say, yes, I absolutely trust God. Now, when you're going through the storm of ill health, it is, one thing is very difficult, trusting God, believing God. Uh, especially when well, you've prayed. Well, especially when you have prayed. You know, yeah, we're saying it, praying. and you're still praying. You know, we're saying it now, and it looks so easy. It is not easy. Let me say this. Debbie and I have discussed before now, all right? And I told her, and she also um, said the same thing to me. There were times we didn't want to pray. There were times we were tired of hearing, God can heal you, God can do this for you, just pray, have faith, we were tired. There were times when we questioned God, and we're like, God, why? Why me? I mean, there were times when we snared at the testimonies of others. I don't know if you did, maybe your are Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> at some point, I you know, time, at some know. point, I get to, I, I go to a program, ah. and then somebody just comes up to testify. I was here last month, and um, pastor prayed all, all during the praise, praise uh, and worship section. I was dancing, and the fiber just came out. The variances just disappeared. You know, stuff like that. And I'm like, but I'm in this program. I was in that program. And what maybe happened? Even been with each other because, <laughs> you know, what happened? Why did I get the same touch? And why do I have to go through the surgery? Now, there were times like that. And of course, that doesn't mean you have backslided. When, when you are questioning God and when you are tired of even praying, it gets to a point where you're even tired of being strong. It doesn't mean you are, you are weak. It doesn't mean you're no longer a child of God. It's a moment. It's a passing moment. And I'll always say this. At that point in time, still tell yourself, even if God doesn't come through for me, the way I expect him to come through for me, he is still God. Alright? But to say you will not go through that emotions, that's not true. You will go through a lot, a whole lot of emotions. Now, Debbie, let's not let's not keep our viewers Mama, there's something waiting. Like, let's clear the Notion of people saying that you know there are some pictures. I don't, I don't doubt the fact that some people's feet have been used. Mm -hmm. But when we listen to these persons online, we need to know our viewers. Yeah, some persons their feet have not gotten to that particular your kind of faith. Mm. You know, they say, I just there's nothing I've not prayed and God have not done for me. Mm. Yes. They've understood God in that dimension, mm. but they've gone through some series of tests, mm. you know. And there's this, there's the same people that will not go through that same particular kind of test. That's right. So That's right. it's not like when you pray immediately, God not promises benefits. Mm -mm. 
when you pray immediately, it just comes up for you. Mm. For some persons, you say, I just pray once and it happens. Mm. And making the other people that pray feel, pray, as feel like they yeah, are not praying enough. Wrong it's not them. a 21 hour prayer, fasting, or anything that mm. makes you enough for him to just show up in your That's case. right. That's so right. Our cases are different. Just That's right. build your faith in God. Yes, bear God's word, people's testimonies, mm-hmm. and just build your faith. Understand that your own testimony is different from another person's testimony. testimony. Your process. Understand your process. They're not the same. So, They're not the same. You've got that right. Our processes are not the same. You know the last time you visited and you were about leaving. I hope Joy will not be offended. <laughs> Joy, I'm going to mention your name. And and Joy said, I had the same experience. But, you know, I was healed. Okay, and, and I turned to her and I said, but we're still the same. You remember I said yes, that, okay? Yes. We're still the same. Now, her process, why why I said that is this, just, just to buttress what you said now, her process is different. The same God that healed her, okay, is the same God that allowed yes. Debbie to go <laughs> through a surgery. And she is okay. She is healed. What God wanted to achieve in her life, he achieved and he is still achieving it. Okay, she has a testimony. She can tell you God is faithful. She can tell you God came through for her, even though she she went through a surgery. So, I we're not here to talk about, you know, ministers and say what you're doing right or what you're doing wrong. But then, so that we'll have a balance in the body of Christ. Please, don't make people feel as though God loves you more than them. Even those that receive um, healing miraculously. Okay, don't. Whatever you have received is by his grace. It's by his grace. It's by his mercy. He said, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. So if God's graciousness towards you is that you experience uh, divine healing, you know, just like that, boom. You're just in your house and you say headache be gone and headache is gone well that i have to take panador and say oh okay headache be gone in the name of jesus and it's gone through the panador doesn't make me a bad person doesn't mean i don't believe god now are we exalting medicine above miracle above the the power the divine power of god no but i can tell you that there are times when god have have given instructions specific instructions to people to go to certain hospitals meet certain doctors yes. and you know give precise uh, uh, instruction for for what to be done to them yes. he's still god so this idea of putting down people that experience god in that light is not a defined is not a defined at all thank you so much debbie for bringing that up and i know that would have you know brought about understanding for someone okay so what what uh, words of encouragement do you have i know you've said a lot but what's words of encouragement do you have for someone you know going through this kind of stuff especially for uh, a lady yes. okay we ladies yes. have yoruba would say odishirishi sickness all right today we're complaining about this tomorrow is that you know we we are prone to having surgeries prone to having complications and all of that now what would you say to ladies going through that kind of pain 
what some what kind of encouragement would you have for them? Okay, not just for ladies actually, but precisely ladies. Precisely ladies. Yes, precisely because ladies. it's like it's a trend now. Is it mm-hmm. trend or is it happening? Like it's a pattern. Yes, yes, like going around. Mm-hmm. So when you experience that, it's not like God has abandoned you. Okay. Sometimes it's doctors from doctors' um, observation, they say it's hormonal imbalance. Mm-hmm. So your circle, when you go, they will explain some things to you. It's mm. not like it's not natural. Mm. It's natural. But when it becomes fiercer, you need to go through surgery. Just go through the surgery. Mm. Just go through it so that you you feel alive. Because, you know, when that thing, mine was not ovarian cyst. Mine okay. was uh, ovarian tumor. Okay. I was so large. At first, they said it was kidney. It, it has affected kidneys and all, so many reports mm. that made me scared in my own case mm. and I prayed about it mm. like we're talking of the miracle yeah. but actually yeah. that's a story for another day mm. because from the scan results you know miracles come in different ways that's right so it's not like that's I didn't right. pass through surgery I passed through the surgery mm-hmm. but it wasn't like I expected it wasn't everything that the enemy brought in front mm. it was just not it mm. you know in my own case the doctors had to tell me it was a miracle so if you are going through this issue as a lady trust god people will talk mm-hmm. people will talk but ignore them just ignore people cry it's okay to cry like we're saying yeah it's okay it's okay to cry me i cried there was no night i did not cry mm. it's okay to cry people don't understand when you wake up in the morning you clean your eyes and you move on like nothing happened. Put a smiling mm. face. Mm. Be around people that care about you. Mm. Don't be around very important. People very that important. are negative in mm. nature. Mm. There are some people they don't see and they just talk you down. You know, like in my own case, my stomach was already bleeding. So you think I'm pregnant? Mm. Everybody around me, some called me pregnant. Some said I'm pregnant aside with love. Knowing my dad as a pastor, yeah, some people can imagine. Not walk up to me and ask me. They said it behind me, mm. and there's always a way it gets back to you, mm-hmm. one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Children around my area will come close to me and be touching me. Auntie, when you go born, when you go born, you know, you go soon born baby. You know, a lot of things. I went through that trauma, mm. you know, but in all, go through it because that's the way through it. You just mm. have to go through it. Mm. That's the only way you can come out of it. You mm. must have to go through it. So just enjoy the process. It's it's painful, but go through the process see your doctor like we always say see yeah. your doctor there are times when they need to place your emergency scans mm-hmm. you will have to just do it there was a day i went for that scan i think i spent almost 16 hours wow because i remember that he was reading a book and he finished the book i had not come out mm. so you can understand that kind of scan and the process and mm-hmm. everything you know but just keep holding on to god understand that you have an assignment keep reminding god his words concerning your life keep confessing negative and positive things yeah like i said for stay around people that care mm-hmm. people that can just give you one word of encouragement listen to tapes that are godly listen to music it helps me a lot okay. music, listening to music helps me a lot songs that i define you know just stay around the right people and god will come true for you i just know that what will come true for you. Just endure the process. Mm. It's actually very painful. But don't forget that you need to 
always see your doctor, specialist, special. Even when you go to see the doctor, like in my own case, one, I met the wrong doctor. He's not really the wrong, he's doing his job. Mm. It was what he saw that mm. he was telling me. Mm. He actually told me, just go and discuss with your parents. You're not going to have children. Have you even married? And I said, no. He said, you know, so many things, so many things they will tell you, but just, it's okay for you to cry. Me, I cried. I'll tell you that I cried. I'm not saying I did not cry. I cried. Mm -hmm. I cried to the extent that people were begging me not to cry. Okay. <laughs> but if it means you crying, cry and remind God of His words. Cry in prayers. Cry to God. He's mm -hmm. listening. He's hearing you. He hasn't abandoned you. So Thank you, Debbie. Thank you so much. Well, you've heard her. Her words of encouragement are really edifying. Trust God. Please see your doctor. If you need to take your medications if you are on any and stay around people that have positive vibes please kick out use a very big scissors <laughs> and out. cut out people toxic people when you're very going through serious. yeah when you're going through this kind of storm especially when it has to do with your health any other kind of storm anyway yes. but when it has to do with your health please Cut out people that have nothing to say. Is, is it that they tell you, ah, that person went through it and they didn't survive? Or did they, they come with all sorts of stories? They call you names. I was called names. I was called a lot of names. And we, we, I think we need to pray for our medical doctors. Yes. We really need to pray for them. Because sometimes it's like they become, I'm sorry if you're a medical so doctor watching so this. But sometimes it's as if they become tools in the hand of the devil. You know, I remember one that, without pregnancy tests, just said I was pregnant because I was in the university. And at the time when he was given his, what do I call it? Is it diagnosis now? I was still a virgin. Okay, so he just assumed uh, she's an undergraduate. She's in her final year. Of course, she should be having sex. And then when you go to hospital with issues like this, you hear doctors tell you, go and have sex. Go and have sex. Have children. Okay, and, and you tell them I'm not married. They say, Well, others are doing it. Now, for we that are believers, now this is where it gets so conflicting for you. You you come to a point where you say, Okay, am I to obey God or, or, the, doctor. or the doctor? But you see, at that point, I would rather obey God. I would rather not compromise. Sex outside of marriage is still wrong. Yes. So whether you have uh, because you have ovarian cysts, or you have fibroid, or you have um, uh, what? What is this? What is this other one now? I've forgotten. Tumor now does not mean hormonal imbalance. Does not mean you. It's not. It's not a guarantee for you to fornicate. Fornication is still fornication. fornication. You can still fornicate and die. It, yes. Okay. So it's not a license. Don't even use that as an excuse. At that point in time, understand that your faith is being tested. Yes. And it will be better for you to stand on the Lord's side <laughs> than stand on man's side and sin against God. I want to believe that this has helped someone. Thank you so much, Debbie, for coming on board tonight. Your praise report is always encouraging. There are some things you didn't tell me in the first section we had. <laughs> and I'm just hearing that now. It's so encouraging. I know you'll come again to share with us how you survived the storm of heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Thank you, Samuel Amuta. Thank you, Buki. Thank you, Antonia, for joining us this evening. God bless you. Now, if you're sick, you're going through the storm of um, ill health, okay, and you just need someone to talk to, you need someone to encourage you, you need someone to hold hands with you and pray that prayer of faith, all right, we are here. Debbie is Princess Debbie Godfrey on Facebook. That's her Facebook ID, right? And for me, I'm going to drop my personal number in the comment section. Just get in touch. We're here for you. Just We've gone through this and God has shown himself faithful. God has come through for us. I want to believe God with you that he will come through for you. I'm very particular about ladies. I'm very particular. I love Okay, when I say I love, you understand the love now. I love men, I honor them, I respect them. I know they go through stuff, but well, the vision calls that I have a target audience and it's for ladies. So if you're a lady, you're going through um, this kind of pain, okay, ovarian cysts, fibroid and all that, and you just need someone to talk to, just know that we're here for you. God bless you. Our love and prayers are with you. Bye. Please share the video. <laughs> yeah, please share the video. I don't say that. And though. like Deborah's <laughs> family. I don't say that, but well, you had my guests. Share the video, encourage someone in your comment section, and also like Deborah's page, Deborah's farm. The page, Deborah's farm. God bless you. Thank Bye. You.